With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Well, listen, Buster, you better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Uh, Sam's just texting saying, where were you when we lost Whitney Houston? I can't believe you guys. Uh, she passed away in 2012, and I think you'll find I did a tribute to Whitney Houston on the Saturday uh, on TAB Trackside Radio. So that's where I was. Um, let's go to the phones. How do we fix New Zealand rugby? How do we get re-engagement? Um, phones. Scott Taranaki. G'day, Scott. Okay, Stassi, I've got a couple of things, and I've sort of mentioned them before, but we'll, we'll go through it again. Yeah. Uh, Super Rugby, bin it, bin it, it's gone, vanish, because I think we're just flogging a dead horse, and eventually it's not going to be able to get anywhere around the track anymore. So for me, I'd like to see, uh, go back to the MPC style thing, but you would have, I guess, a more professional, uh, you know, uh, teams. So you'd have more of them as a, you know, so you'd have your Canterbury's, your, your Auckland's, your Taranaki's, your, your Waikato's, whatever. And, and you would play Australian, club, um, you know, associations, if you like, or unions. You'd have the Ramfilly Shield incorporated as well. And that would become our one tournament that would be played over the course of the season, as opposed to Super Rugby and NBC Rugby. I don't think the world can have both in New Zealand's market. Mm. Both are now struggling. Both are hurting. I think we need to come together and realise that you can't throw away 100 odd years worth of you know, tribalism in, in Taranaki or in the Waikato or, or in the King Country or wherever it might be. Um, and, 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 and just go, that's not the product we want anymore because we're, we're putting our rigs in the Super Rugby. You, you, you can't force people to like for Super Rugby, but what you have is heritage with with uh, MPC Rugby. Super Rugby never has really got that, in my in my view, Staffy. It hasn't had that tribalism. It hasn't had that, that culture and history that goes along with it. You know, the past, you know, it has its past players, don't get me wrong, but it doesn't have that long-standing history in New Zealand rugby with fans and things like that. That's one idea I have where you, you have that Sydney versus, you know, Wellington, for example, or whatever it might be. Before, and the Rampley Shield's on be, the line, before, and that's our one product. Before you leave that point and go to your next one, I've often said we've got club... MP or Club Heartland MPC Super Rugby International. I think we need to lose a layer. We need to, to lose that layer, and that's to your point. Like, I don't think there's room for both 
um, NPC and super in the current climate. Our playing numbers in the men's stocks have dropped. And, and I'm with you, and I might get shot down for this, but because um, I'm not a big fan of back in the day, but two divisions, promotion, relegation, earn your way to the top spot, uh, still keep the Ramfurly Shield going. Um, the second division can have a challenge pre-season in a warm-up, and I know my beloved Manamatu probably wouldn't make the cut to the top division, put them in the second division, um, and have a crack at getting into the top division. But I'm, I'm with you. You know, Maybe the top eight NPC sides, four out of Australia as well with New South Wales and Queensland, and, and let's go. Um, but we're just watching it slowly erode like a beach on the coastline of New Zealand. <laughs> That's a good analogy. Um, that, that is right, Staffy. And what makes the EPL so great? Yes. And, and what makes watching Wrexham in the fourth division so so much fun is they got promoted and those others got relegated and it keeps you interested in the entire competition and it keeps those teams in the bottom fighting for something too because if you're dead last in a competition that only has 10 teams and those 10 teams are always going to be the same 10 teams I tell you what you're going to be more motivated to keep your your, your bum in that in that division if you know the top the bottom two teams fall out so you've mm-hmm. always got something to play for which is and keeps that fan engagement as well, and I think that 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 could be a, a, a good thing as well, Steffi. Um, I can't remember what my other point was, Steffi. Think, think about but it. Anyway, that's enough. Let yeah. other people talk. Eh? Yeah, you think about it. Ring <laughs> us back later on in the hour if, you, if it's if it's important. Yeah, we've got lots of calls. Awesome, Scott. Thanks for kicking us off. See you, mate. Bye. See you. Bye, bye. Uh, Crusader Mikey. <laughs> hey, uh, you'd be a rock fan, wouldn't you, Steffi? Yes. Yes. So, um, just a little thing on Tina Turner. Um, when uh, Brian Johnson went to apply for the ACDC job back in 1980, when their, their singer had died, mm-hmm. all the other things had gone up and they'd be singing all these deep purple and heavy metal rock songs. And uh, Brian Johnson got the song mainly because he was singing Proud Mary and Nutbush City Limits. Wow! And that's, and that's how he got the, got the gig. Well, one of the reasons he got the gig anyway. Oh, I love that. I love that. You've added right. to my uh, music knowledge library and I appreciate that. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, uh, I like to call it rest and recreation because what else are they going to do on their week off? Um, I, I'm glad that you're talking to this guy because if you consider what our rugby players play compared to their European compatriots, they have a much, much bigger schedule. In fact, they flog themselves to, 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 the, to death almost, those guys. Mm. But, you know, we were talking about the game yesterday that we saw La Rochelle versus Leinster. Mm. You know, you've got to keep playing to be, to be good. None of this rest stuff. It just doesn't make any sense to me. Mm. Um, and it, and it de- devalues the super super rugby. Now, I I always seem to feel like I'm the only cheerleader of super rugby because a lot of people keep bagging it and let's go back to the day and NPC and what have you. But here's the thing, right? If, um, if we went just solely back to the NPC, there's going to be a lot of people, a lot of people find the NPC as their stepping stone to getting a super rugby contract, mm-hmm. right? So we're actually developing and seeing a lot of cooler, younger... That's what we love, the NPCs. Like, well, who's, who's the new face? Well, you're not going to see too many new faces go from club um, and then straight into the NPC if the NPC is absolutely choked with what would you would call super rugby players. So what is it, like 150 players or something, I think, back in the day? Um, there won't be any room for them. That's, that's kind of my opinion anyway. No, that's cool. That's cool. Thank you, Mikey. Uh, just very quickly, just a little bugbear of mine. Uh, it, it can be solved by the clubs. Can can the bloody Super Rugby franchises please wear the actual jerseys and not swap them for some horrible grey or white thing 
when they don't need to and it doesn't clash with the other jersey. That grinds my gears. Grinds mine. Great stuff. Thank you, Mikey. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Cheers, buddy. Um, getting lots of texts. You're welcome to do that. Double eight, double three. But uh, we keep on with the phones. Oh eight hundred one five oh eight eleven. Zade. G'day, champ. Uh, uh, good afternoon, Mister. Quickly, I just want to say something before I get to How good was that? Um, that boxing last night. It was actually, it was actually pretty good. You know, you had um, uh, Joseph Parker. Was, it looks pretty good. Uh, but how good is that? Um, that young guy, Nikita Zoo. Yeah, he's handy. He's handy. Packs a bit of punch there. And um, uh, the thing is, I, I don't really understand, though. What were they doing with David Nikki when he's already knocked that dude out? I didn't kind of get that matchup. He didn't either. He just said it's a fight he didn't want, but he had to have. Um, I don't know, just to keep <laughs> just to keep active, I suppose, because he was no other opponent. And I saw, I saw they had all the stars that they got old um, Israel Asanya, Taitui Vasa, so they're all out. Volkanovsky, she was all go. Yeah. Um, but on the Super Rugby, um, what I want to see is, you know how we have the stupid round in Melbourne? Mm-hmm. It's got to go to Fiji. It has to go to Fiji. Okay. Why is it not, why is it not in Fiji? Imagine them. You play a few games in Matoka or a few games in Subaru in the whole weekend. They would go, they would go nuts for it. It would be good for their economy as well. I just wonder if their surface could stand... Um, yeah, yeah. The, the, uh, I, I'm not besmirching Fijians groundsmen, but uh, they won't have the technology to cope with. What would it be about? Well, what about like? I know it would be weird, but what about if we took like a round, or if we took like a round to Japan? Oh, I don't know. I like the way you think, mate. And that's a, no idea is a bad idea. And I, I think I think we do need to add a team back from Japan in the comp. I think we do. Somehow, I think it would be yeah. Somehow, and I've had another thing I, I was thinking about. I don't know if we, maybe if we did it the odd time, you know, like say if it's a public holiday, right? Mm -hmm. Do we have a game on a Monday or a game on a Thursday night? No. We do an NPC when they have their, what do they call them? Hell weeks when they have three games in eight days, which completely does my head in when they're talking about player welfare. That just does my head in. But I mean like a one-off thing though. Do you give it like a one-off thing? Yeah, I'd I'd like to see that. You know how they have the NRL, how they have the Anzac ground or whatever it is. You can play it. You know how we have like have a game on Anzac Day or something. You know what I mean? Uh, or have like a game on Easter. I'm all for like, you know. I'm, I'm all for a Thursday yeah. night or a, or probably even a Monday night because no one owns the Monday night sporting space. You know, you know, yeah, like, I mean. unless it's a public. But just, I mean, it could, a, a, it, it could be a it could be like a one-off thing. You know, I mean, like an Anzac Day. You know how the NRL do it, or you know, just like a like a special thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. They do like a one-off thing. With you, with but, you. Yeah. Good on you, Zade. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. All right, thank you. Cheers, man. Um, next up, we've got Aperahama. Uh, Kia ora. Steph, how are you, bro? Good, thank you. Um, as So, where I'm coming from, so I front live at games, NPC, super yep. test matches when they're on and whatnot. So, you know, I'm, I put a lot of money into these teams. And so, but they've tinkered too much with super mm-hmm. over the years, which hasn't really built that sort of rivalries and it's all and it's all a lot of it is it's not it's not natural Dale mate from Taranaki early on he's right I'm 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 a Lions fan you know what the Lions did last year means more to me than what the Canes achieved but that's sort of where your sort of loyalty and where you're from is yep where, where you're from so I um but the structure is sort of I feel like it's sort of got to work this way but 
man, they've messed with it so much. Losing the using, losing the Africans was a, a a big thing, and they aren't coming back. So we're sort of stuck with what we are. And I like so they've started the strategic partnership with the Japanese, but their their company game is so strong. And we saw the the Sunwolves are pretty much a disaster. So we need to figure out how to incorporate them somehow with not disrupting their comp. Well, the sun, um, the Sunwolves, the, the Sunwolves, the the big Japanese clubs wouldn't release their players to go and play for the yeah, Sunwolves, exactly. so it wasn't their best team. So let's get Kobe involved, or let's get an end of year yeah. Champions Cup with the best, the winner of the Curry Cup, winner of the Super Rugby, winner Heineken, winner in Asia, just and have a quadrangular or something like that, something to aim for. Yeah, and maybe Hawares, you know, something like that again. Oh, you know, I loved them in the comp. That, yeah. Exactly. Well, didn't they make the final? Yeah. One year too. So yep. they, they they stood up a bit. But you know, all the you know money's still on the ground in pro sport at the moment. That's mm. why we did silver lake. But I um, the embracing of innovation in sport and um, use of social is woeful mm. from Super Rugby. And you know why people aren't turning up? Man, they, they don't even really try to engage. All this stuff is rinse and repeat. And it's like, you know, I love an end-of-season survey. And I, <laughs> you know, I, I, I fill it out every time and nothing changes staff. So I'm like, well, are they even listening, you know? So um, well, I don't yeah, think they look. engage with fans. And I don't think they really, they haven't got innovation. They aren't embracing the new technology. Social media is free. Yes. Take advantage of it, guys. Yes. I don't expect you to follow netball, but the netball teams, the ANZ Premier teams, do such a good job on Instagram and on Facebook and on TikTok, which I'm not on, but I'm, I understand. They embrace it, and they, they are really connecting with all age groups across all different, and they really concentrate on it. It's a very much come and watch us, you know, that we'll engage with you, whereas it feels like there's an expectation, we're rugby, they will come, and they don't proactive and, stuff. But, they could learn a lot from Fox League too, bro. Oh. You know, I know it's, I know it's a big organisation, but uh, I don't want to bag. Aussies are different, right? You know, we ain't, we, but we got to find our Maddie Johns. Yes, we got to find we got to find find our uh, you know the, 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 their woman that front. You know, we had uh, Ricky. Ricky's super good, but she's off doing her own thing. Mm. But we got to find the talent. Like Ruby's a talent. I look. I love your Mills. I love I love these guys as players, but. Yeah, TV talent boys. I'm not sure they got the right people to engage, and they don't have enough content. I don't think either to keep us keep us going. Like the NRL, man, you turn on Sky, they're in your face. Mm. And Super's got to Super's got to connect back with New Zealanders, really. I think, mm. and that's that, that that'll make them some more cash if people are turning up. Thanks, bro. Peter Hummer, appreciate your call. Uh, Kerry, Dean, and Finn, wait there. We'll take a break. We'll come back. Time for one more before the news. We'll have a quick news break. We'll come back with Dean. Sorry sorry to keep you on hold for so long, Dino, but we've got Kerry from Manawa too. G'day, Kerry. Hey, hi, Stephanie. How are you? Yeah, a long time no speak. Good to hear from you. Yeah, a couple of things. Um, my super, super rugby thing was not going. Is, um, one of them is going to go and get some beers at half time and you've got five or six mates and you're only allowed four and you're as sober as a judge. Yeah. Well, we, we just refuse to go and buy it now. It's just ridiculous. Um, I don't know what... Do you know what it's like in Aussie? I don't, actually. I don't. Yeah. Like, it's just show, show a bit of um, I don't know, common sense on that sort of... We're going to enjoy the rugby an afternoon out, a night out. Everyone likes to have a beer watching rugby. And, you know, 
no one wants to queue for 25 minutes. Miss half the game. Yeah, I went, um, I, went, I went to an event in, I went to the Bulls and the Blackhawks in consecutive nights in Chicago and the number of, like you walk into the concourse and there's just guys there with trays of beers and stuff in front of them and there, there seemed to be one for every 20 people. You just walked up to them, bought it, went back to your seat and it was instant. Well, not, yeah. not how we yeah. have to queue at two outlets and hundreds of people. Hundred percent, and I think that affects has affected a lot of people not going or not going to, you know, um, just turning up for that. And the other thing is um, doing a bit of study here. Well, I've been doing a bit of study. Third of September, mate. We've got the shield off Tasman. That's my dad's birthday too. Oh, me and there dad. Me and dad. Let's go. Go and go and have half a beer with Kerry. <laughs> Tasman will take it off Wellington, 23rd August. We'll take it off Tasman, 3rd of September, brother. It's in the diary right now. Thank you for doing my maths for me, mate. Cheers, mate. Bucket's getting mate. Let's go. There he is, Kerry from Anderson. Dino, please hold on. Thanks for holding. We'll take news and we'll come back with you. Well, listen, Buster. You better start to move your feet to the rockin'est beat of madness. Thanks for holding on, Dino, down there in Dunedin. Welcome in. Yes, Steph, good to hear. God, I'm on weight, mate. I'm doing bugger all today. Looking forward to tomorrow night's rugby, so that's no, all good. But I don't know, honestly, if there's a whole lot that can be done. I think a lot of it's just a sign of the times. Like the, I would have thought that the Wallabies All Blacks test here in Dunedin would have sold out within two or three days of public sales. Mm. And that you can still get the odd seat here and there. So I just think it's People just don't have the money, you know. When a cabbage is five bucks, it all adds up. Yeah, that's true. Financial strain, that's true. Yep. I think that's got a huge say in what people can and can't do with their disposable income, you know. And I don't know. We've got a real... It's bloody hard for the NZRFU to hold any players, you know. The money that they... They're all quality that they can command overseas. Mm. We might not have much of a product too far down the track, if you know what I mean. I'm pleased that... Steve Hansen's doing the right thing and taking the old buggers for huge money because if Roy Gard went, there's more value in him. If I'm over there as a Panasonic, Mr. Panasonic, luckily he doesn't know too much because clearly the young guy, there's more money in that, isn't there? Like imagine Roy Gard signing for five years. In five years' time, that kid could be anything. He could blow a knee and be absolutely nothing. But it's, 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 a, it's, a, it's a, just tough. It's a battle for everyone in New Zealand to survive no matter what we're doing. And with our population, I think we do incredibly well at bloody near everything we have a crack at trying, you know. So I don't think it's doom and gloom. I think if you've got the money and you can afford to go, go. Like, I love that comment the other guy had about the beers. Like, I give up. We just take a hip flask now and we look at the security guy shaking his head, but at least he just shakes his head and doesn't tell anyone <laughs> to come and kick us out. So, you know, like, it's just bullshit, mate. You know it, I know it. The food's crap. The beer's too dear. But the, the the rugby's good enough. Like I love it. I can't help that I love the game. I want to go. Simple mm. as that. And I loved yesterday. I was driving up to Amarudu. We number up there, and Victor Vito was on, and bloody good listen actually. Like because we don't know. Like I don't watch a lot of that rugby over there. Like I love the Five Nations, and that scared the Six Nations. That scared the bejesus out of me with the way they play. But interesting comment on Curabalo saying that he's the second best halfback in Victor's opinion in the world. Now, we're taking three all exactly the same. I think that's a bit 
and he'll go play for the Wallabies if we don't take him. Like that's something to think about. Like at least he knows the ins and outs of those big four. Like the, the World Cup, this World Cup is going to be brutal up front, and I'm just worried whether we've got enough brutal forwards to combat what's coming. And it's there; we can see what's coming, hmm. but I'm not sure. I'm looking forward to it. Hell, I'm looking forward to it, but I'm not sure. But on the, like, the topic you're talking about, I don't know there's a whole lot more they can do. You know, We've only got 5 million people. We've got a lot of sport we're bloody good at. And there's, we don't have... Like, we missed the Panasonic buys the Highlanders, and we get two wingers of Japan, um, whatever the word is I'm looking for, that can run 100 metres in 10 seconds and tackle. We'll be okay. Mm. And it's going to happen. Yeah. And it's going to happen. For rugby to survive, it's actually going to happen. The sooner we get used to it, the better. Yeah, I, I'm like, you can have the most expensive crystal ball in the world, but I do not know what rugby will look like here in 10 years. might be better, it might have eroded, we might be picking all blacks from offshore, we might be seeing 19-year-olds getting picked up by Japanese, French academies, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I, I think it's a healthy discussion to have, and I really want, and you've you've outlined, um, you still love your rugby, lots of people still love the rugby, and love going, and you know, you're blessed with, I think, the best viewing stadium in the in the country down there in Dunedin, Dino, it's just, it's a joy, and like, people around the rest of the country, have an away trip, and go to a game at Forsyth Bar, and you'll know what I mean, if you've never been. Oh, totally, like, we are lucky, because... It's a beautiful day down here today, not a cloud in the sky, but come 7.30 tonight, it'll be two degrees. Not that flash, stand on the banks of Carisbrook, you know. But we all love that too, because we're jammed in like sardines, so you didn't really, I didn't even notice the cold when I went there, but it's time to change. But, I mean, imagine if the sardines decided they loved rugby. They'd just come in and buy the lot, because it's not that expensive. No, I know. You get the whole lot for chicken feed for them. Yeah, can Compared to the other sports around the world, it's it's so minor in revenue generation and broadcast rights and all that. It's the biggest thing here, but yeah. internationally, it's tiny. Well, there's five million of us, you know. There's thirty six million in Tokyo, mm. so that's what you're up against, you know. Like you just got to be a wee bit realistic. This talk of building sixty seat, sixty thousand seat stadiums, it's utter bollocks, man. Like we can't fill up a twenty thousand one here, mm. and the, the, we get the good teams here. So, you know, there's lots of people from all different walks of life in Dunedin. They don't, and they've come from all over the place, so they don't have to be South and Otago or Omaru fans. They can be from anywhere and still go support where they were born. But, you know, if they choose not to, they choose not to. You can't hold a gun to their head. And when a cabbage is five bucks, five bucks is five bucks. Mm. You've got to feed the kids. That's it. That's it, Dino. Always appreciate your call, buddy. Thanks for calling in. No worries. Take Yes, buddy. Uh, we'll take a quick break. Uh, you're welcome to call 0800 150 We'll take your calls. I've got lots of texts as well. Uh, we'll kick on with this. How do we make rugby better? If you love it, I'm happy with that too. I'm not putting the boot into them at all. Um, what do you love about it? What needs to improve? What's your experience with it? 0800 150 We'll come back with your calls starting with Graham right after this. Good subject. Great calls. Loving hearing from you, Graham. Me old tunny far, mate. G'day, bud. G'day, mate. Um, yeah, like this is a discussion we've had multiple times in varying, you know, different sort of subjects, but all coming back to the same thing. Like, I just get annoyed at, on how the rugby union is now treating the fans. Like, it, it's almost like we don't we don't matter anymore. It's, even though we're the ones you, know, you and I have had this talk before. You and I have had Sky. We were playing rugby when we were five and playing paying twenty cents to 
play the game or to to, to pay the insurance for us to play those. And they, so we we were the ones who have built up this monopoly that they've now got, mm. and they seem to have forgotten. They seem to have forgotten about us. So what do so they need to do to show you that they do care about you? Well, like I spend a lot of money on rugby, mate. I a small fortune, and um, here's an example, mate. Like, and I'm not bagging the Blues mm-hmm. or Ken or Zade or anything. I'm not bagging, but this is just a clear example or two clear examples. They signed Bowden Barrett for four seasons. Well, the first year he had a sabbatical in Japan, so that's three seasons he's signed for, hasn't he? Because mm-hmm. he's not there for the first one. Yep. And then you have then when he is back, he's in, he's got his injuries, and then he's got his rest and rotation. So the Blues are lucky to have him for two seasons. Mm. Two full seasons, if they're lucky, and then and no and no and no trophy out of it, and then they signed RTS, thirty minutes of rugby. Oh, I've got to get him in the Blues. You've got to get him in the Orbit. Great player, according to JT. Now he's going back to the Warriors. Well, those are dumb decisions that are affecting guys like Ken, who who wears his heart on his sleeve. He's a, now he's a great blue supporter along with Zade, and they're getting treated like that. That's just dumb. That's dumb business that you know if I ran how I my business like that I'd be I would have gone broke ages ago because who you know people wanted to go along and see RTS but they actually wanted to go along and see him after he'd played a bit of rugby knew the rules and knew how to play the game you know like and now it's we're talking about him as if he's failed well it's a rugby union that's failed it's not RTS mm. they've failed it so those sorts of decisions yeah, then you have a clash between the Hurricanes and the Chiefs well Geordie and Artie went and played golf. Yeah. You know, the Hurricanes needed to win that game or at least get a point out of it. If, if, if they were really, if they really wanted to, if, they re- was, if the game was important to them, you know, you'd rest, you would have should have rested them two weeks ago. Mm. You and, know, like it just, and it just carry, it just goes on and on and on. I mean, I'll spend, I'm going to the game this weekend and I'm going to a test and I'll go to a, probably a quarter final or a semi-final with the, Crusaders, there's no change over a couple of grand for that, you know. But I, that's what I do. Mm. You know, I haven't got a TAB account, but and I'm old enough to be in a position to do that. But young people I know, twenty year olds and thirty year olds who love their rugby, you've got a young families that can't go because they just can't afford to do it, mate. Yeah, and that's and those are the people you want to be going along. Otherwise, you're just sort of lose like me and Dino going along, and Ken going along. But we're all fat, mate. They don't they want the young people going along and. So that it continues. If it doesn't continue, you've got no product. You you watch the TV when the Warriors are playing, mate. There's bloody babies there and there's grandmothers there. It's twenty five thousand. Mm. You know, you get five thousand at a crusade. Well, you know they sold it out the last couple of times because it's been good games. But you know, and it's minus four. Who wants to go to sit in the stadium like that? A silly old ship like me he's got arthritis <laughs> <laughs> you know you know what i mean but yeah. like, and i'll fly up and see that i'll watch the tony i'll go up and fly up and watch this because i love that team like, you love the the turbos i love the tony but the tony for make the playoffs again this year mate i've had a bloody good year rugby wise eh? yeah yeah and oh. that's, that's all that matters to me man top so, man yeah but they're not looking after a staff that's the point i'd make all right, Graham. Appreciate your call as Take always. Thank you, brother. Thank you, mate. Cheers, yeah, mate. Bro. You're a good man, Graham. We'll go to Joey in Auckland. Joey. Yeah, go, Steph. Yeah, look, I think um, you know, like Ben and them are talking about, you 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 could do a system, uh, Steph, where you have a, 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 
uh, dual coast. So you have, you have, and you play it at Mount Smart. You don't play it at Eden Park because you can't fill Eden Park. Unfortunately, you know, it doesn't matter whether the Blues are running second or third at the moment or fourth, and they still can't fill Eden Park. So at the end of the day, you take it to the, the smaller grounds, as I've said, like, like O'Carra Park, places like that, even down, you know, the Manawatu, where, where, you know, where you're from, and all that down that way, or, and they've done it at Taranaki for the Chiefs, and, and, and they, they fill it. You know, they get 15,000 people. It's fantastic. And this is what they do with English football. The third-tier sides in English football, they only have 4,000 people at those grounds, but they're chocker. Mm. You know, and, and if they did a dual, dual um, thing where they had, say, rugby first and then league, people or league and then rugby, people say, oh, the league is going to go. They will go. They, if, you had, if you had, say, say um, uh, Samoan, the Samoan side in rugby playing at, at Mount Smart, and then you had, say, say um, the Blues playing, and then you had the Warriors, you would get people, yes, some would go there and, and then leave, but everyone's, everyone's changed a little bit now with rugby and league. And, oh, the leagueies don't want, like rugby and that. Leagueies will go watching rugby, and, and rugby guys will, will stay and watch league. And it's a, if they want to try something like that to get, get more people going there. And you get more people going there, the atmosphere becomes much better. I mean, like, like I say, you go to Eden Park on tomorrow, um, on, um, tomorrow night, and that, what, they'll have 20,000 there, maybe 15,000. And also, too, when, when they do do it, staff, they've got to, when they're doing the draws and that, they've got to make sure that the Warriors aren't playing on the same time. Yes. You know, or... or I mean, especially the way the Warriors are going at the moment, because people go, oh, I'm not going to go watch it. I'll sit home and watch the Warriors play or whatever. I'm not going to Eden Park to watch the Blues because, you know, or vice versa. You know, you, you, I mean, the rugby and league should be looking at that and going, well, hey, the, the Warriors are playing on Sunday. Okay, we'll have the Blues on Saturday playing, playing the Hurricanes. Fantastic. At Mount Smart Stadium. Just like the uh, the Manuk um, Pacifica were playing. I mean, you know... the, the We'll go there for a, for a dual um, rugby and rugby league. Or the other way around. You have the Warriors first and you have the, the, the rugby second. Some people say, oh, the, the league is all leave. Well, most of them, if they pay the money, will stay and watch both games. Mm. Even if it's uh, even if the yeah. leagueies watch half a game of rugby or the rugby guys watch half... So my two takeouts from what you've said, right, is try something different. Just try something different. That that that's your big one. And league and rugby don't be enemies, be frenemies. Yeah, exactly, mate. You know that's what it's all it's, it's all about. It's 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 been trying to trying to get get um, rugby not 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 falling away. But as I said to you, you know, most people you talk to even rugby guys and they say, well, Eden Park's only a quarter full. And I'm not being mean. There is an atmosphere there, mm. but it's. Wouldn't it be fantastic if there, if you had 18,000 people jam-packed, doesn't matter where it is, and say in Auckland, doesn't matter where it is. I mean, they're talking about North Harbour Stadium now. They've got problems with North Harbour Stadium. It's only been built 10 years ago. I mean, crikey, how can they have problems with that now? Yeah. I can't work that out. Yeah. People that build them, obviously, you know. And it's frustrating for the, for the fans, without a doubt, you know, at the end of the day. But, you know, and even, you know, as I said, take them to the Mighty Mano too. Let's go the Mighty Turbos. Up the Turbos, Joey. Thanks, Joey. Always love your call. Your time. Say, one more quick one. And it's a big happy birthday yesterday to you, Ed. Thank you very much, Debbie.
Definitely, um, quick mention about Stephen Holden. He was down Pukekohe Raceway last week, 165 yep. k's on his motorbike. Oh, no, sorry, that's mile per hour. And so that's like 250 k's. <laughs> um, another shout-out. I'm sitting here with my mate from 1988, uh, Junior Kiwi. Well, Bob Bailey picked him, but he went to do his carpentry course instead, Paul Clark. <laughs> and the best thing I love about Super, um, super Rugby this year? Yep. The C-H-I-E-F-S. Rangatira. <laughs> nice, mate. Nice. Where are you now? Are you in a pub now? Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm in the Wanderers pub. Hey, the Wanderers pub. Bit of history, eh? In Mangry. Beautiful. Pat Walsh. Oh, Pat Walsh. Yeah, yes. Paul, we're just having a beer. This is my second day of beers for my birthday. Good boy. Good boy. Big happy birthday. Sorry we missed you yesterday, mate. But um, kick on. Make it a birthday week. Yeah, hard because I'm going to Alexandra Park tomorrow before I'm all um, self assured. So, yeah, might meet up with some with Beaver in them if you're up there or Ricardo. Get into it. They're there. They're there. Ed, we've got to take a break. Enjoy the rest of your day, buddy. Yeah. Thanks, Love mate. You, bro. Cheers, man. Big happy birthday to Ed. Uh, last break before the end of the hour.